0: All right, y'all, three, two, one, we are live in the studio, rock solid studio, Dunlap.
1: Excited to be here today. Amazing. This is the first time we've ever recorded here, so we're excited to see how it turns out. So should we go through some of our past events that we have done the last couple days, talk about the Warrior Dash that we did?
0: Yeah, let's talk about the weekend.
1: All right, go ahead.
0: Warrior Dash is pretty sick.
2: It
1: was lit. It was a sloppy, oh man, sloppy mess of mud, and a lot of mud and dirt.
2: I could have never expected that much slop. <laughs> I no, I never would have Just thought.
1: Just think of a river of mud a foot deep, and that's what it was like. And then, and then, <laughs> right? and then,
2: and then run three point two miles through, in it, skating through it, really.
1: Yes, yeah, skating through it. It was. That's it was great.
2: rainy. It was cold. You know what but that wasn't it was life changing that wasn't even a race i can't even call it a race it was a dash it was all fun there was yeah. there was yeah. no just timing. get through it. like we were just stomping through puddles we were <laughs> we were climbing on each other we were trying to tackle Sliding the down, mud. Hills, we sliding down hills. hills we
1: actually got called out in the very beginning of the race to yeah. um, they said four people so we're like, okay, well, there's four of us. So we raise our hand, and they said to start out the race, we had to run and slide on our stomachs to start the race out. So all four of us run and slide on our stomachs. Weston went first, Dan, then me, then Grace, and just covered from head to toe in mud, <laughs> hair, everything, because it was like a foot deep of mud. It went in my mouth. mouth.
2: Yeah, I couldn't see anything. It went see. everywhere so, in I our eyes. I ate a decent everything. amount of mud on that slide. So,
1: and we were also supposed to camp out, but it was severe thunderstorms for the whole entire three days we were there, so we got a we got a questionable hotel. We got a (laughs) five-star
0: hotel, and we lived in luxury. Yeah, we lived in luxury.
1: You're right. This
0: hotel had uh, Scotch tape on the doors, (laughs) and then permanent Sharpie marker was to label which room was which. It was sketchy. Yeah. The stench. The stench was... in that room was what? It, was re- it shook me. It shook me, really. The stench.
2: Never... They had dryer
1: sheets in the um, air conditioning systems. So, yeah, it This, this was it's the most not...
0: questionable hotel I've ever <laughs> been in in my entire that's life. That's what you but get, though. That's, yeah, it was cheap, and that's living on the edge right there.
1: Nope.
0: Yeah. So, um Better yeah, in there was... than on the mud, sleeping in the mud.
1: Playing was...
2: in the mud was okay. Yeah. You're only playing in the mud for 30 minutes. Sleeping in the mud's a whole other story.
1: Very true. So, how far are we on our yoga challenge? Is this week two? day
2: 14, yeah.
1: So, week two, we just hit up Jacaranda for the second time. Hot Iron Malibu Yoga with Olivia. Um, We had her on our podcast last week. That was pretty pretty intense class today. Everyone could agree with that. Yes,
0: Um, her best work ever. Shout out, Olivia. Keep it going.
1: Yeah, so that was pretty amazing. We'll be there next week. Um, Still doing yoga every single day. It's going pretty good. I actually already feel so much more flexible. When we were doing just like um basic stretch where you try to grab your foot on the ground, like I could almost put my knee to my um forehead, my forehead to my knee, which is something I've never been able to and do. See the
2: four fold you're talking about? The just one where you both have both feet both feet out in front of you?
1: No. The one where you just have one foot out in front of you and the other one's folded you, in 90 degrees. Oh, you're degree. trying to yeah. touch
0: your stomach to your knee?
1: Yeah. So that was pretty crazy that I feel Even the downward dog position is starting to feel better. My shoulders are starting to get more flexible. So that's just a little input into the 30-day challenge. What's helped me so far is um, my flexibility is getting a lot better than it was before. So
0: My hips have never felt better in my life. That's probably the only place that uh, I do get tight. A little bit of my ankles, too. And um, we've made several comments to each other throughout the weeks of just how much more, like, just uh, smooth each movement is throughout mm-hmm. the day um just standing in places um you it's a sense of awareness and, and that flexibility just um something that yoga's really done for us in just these two weeks mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh and uh so
2: JMO, jamo got to try out jacaranda for the first <laughs> time today jamo our special guest today on on the podcast he um came to jacaranda brought a couple of guests jamo
3: what was jacaranda yoga like uh blew my expectations out of the water um <laughs> in the sense of that i thought it was going to be yoga not body pump in a sauna <laughs> <laughs> surprise it was i loved it though i really did um yeah, it was it was like you know get that sweat going and that pump going from like body pump or something something similar but you just sweat you were just drenched it was mm-hmm. awesome sounds like a true
0: body pump right because yeah. the weights aren't really what kill you it's everything else it's mm-hmm. all the the holds and the pulses and all it's truly the t- the time under tension of your own body mm-hmm. um, Plus, you know, all the gutting sweat those um those push-ups you do that you kind of yeah. swoop down yeah. the and y- then arch and flatten out and then go back the way you came into the Downward Dog. Those things are tough.
1: Yeah, they're very tough. So we actually have a special guest with us. We'll give you a little introduction. Uh, Jeremy. JMO for short. Um, We spent a lot of time getting to know you and we know that your work ethic is improving so much and you have a real passion for what you do. He set up everything today um, for our podcast. We got mics. He's explained a little bit to us, but he's the mastermind behind all of this. So the reason why our sound quality sounds great is because JMO is it, has us in Rock Solid Studio setting everything up. So like I said, we spent time getting to know you, but we want other people to know who you are. So tell us a little bit about yourself, what you do as a job, what um, what experiences you've had, and just explain a little bit to us about yeah. Life.
3: Hi everyone. <laughs> um, Jmo my, in the house. <laughs> my name is Jeremy Moser. Um, I'm an audio engineer. Um, I work at uh, this a local church here in Peoria, um, full time, uh, running um, audio tech things, anything tech related. So um, if there's music that needs to be set up, I'll, I'll set up everything for this on the stage and everything. Get all the mic set up, instruments set up, uh, and then like on the weekends for the services, I'll. Like, mix the audio. We broadcast it online. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. I love it. I love it so much. It's a great work environment. But then, um, on top of that, I work here. I get contracted out at Rock Solid Studio as a studio audio engineer. And uh, I love this stuff. This is this is my wheelhouse, powerhouse, whatever you want to call it. And Expertise. And dojo. Yes. <laughs> I, love, I love studio. That's what I really went to school for. That's what I was nice. most taught in.
1: Well, we know you know a lot because none of us know anything about any of this that you have set up for us. But
2: Yeah, it's really like you guys can't see this, but the technology in here is beyond me. Yeah, <laughs> like right. it's, it's an alien world in here. Like, it's good stuff, man. I yeah. love it. I love really it. Like cool. A lot of a buttons, and a lot of controls. cool lights, and
3: yeah.
2: Zen.
0: Official <laughs> is what it feels like. Yeah. Official. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Shout out Jeremy Moser, <laughs> audio tech um, engineer. Engineer,
3: yeah. So, you haven't so what always.
1: Um, so, we're going to dive into what, in your words, you call um, fat to fit. Yeah. Because you haven't always been the shape that you saw. Like, you saw us post a couple pictures of her, him on our Instagram and throughout Facebook and stuff. So, he's had a little transition going on. So, we want you to talk a little bit about that and, like, what made you dive into fitness finally and decide I'm going to do this for myself or tell us a little bit about your story.
3: Yeah. So,. Um, just some backgrounds. So, my my family's very musical. Um, we were not really into sports. Like, I played baseball, but, like, come on, you sprint to the base, and, like, that's it. That's, like, pretty much all the cardio would get. Like, just recreational baseball. Didn't really do it in, like, high school or anything like that. I was in marching band. I was a band nerd. So, <laughs> so like, music was my what thing. instrument? Uh, I was, Trumpet. uh, snare drum. So, nice. Okay. Yeah, it was good stuff. Drum so, line. Drum Drumline. Not like
1: say. a movie,
3: That's cooler than most of them. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I yeah, I was a band nerd, music nerd. That's just that's what made sense to me, and I really leaned into it. And that being said, like I didn't, I was not involved like in sports. Like I just didn't wasn't getting physical, like you know, running or lifting or anything like that. Like some of the other athletes at school, and um, and. <laughs> By the time my friends and I got, you know, turned 16, get our license, start working and stuff like that, had some money. We just, the way that we hung out was just going out to eat. Just hanging out, having fun with your friends. And, um, like, food was always, like, a stress reliever for me. Like, I really enjoyed it. And, um, yeah, it just really spiraled downhill over the course of years, like, throughout high school. I wasn't, I wasn't very big in high school. Um... I really gained a lot of weight when I went off to school, uh, to my tech school in Nashville where I learned audio engineering. Um, so what happens that tech school didn't have any dorms. So I had to find an apartment and I didn't really want to work while I was at school. I I just wanted to focus solely on school. Mm -hmm. So I was able to get, uh, what's called like, um, living expenses loans and Mm -hmm. like, Needless to say, like, I had plenty of money to go out to eat. It's for gas, for rent, utilities, all, all sorts of stuff like that. And to the point where, like, I ate out, like, 75% of my meals. I mean, it was it was bad. What was, I was, you, what was your go-to? Dude, so, well, I lived right next to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and uh, waffle fries, man. Mm-hmm. So good. But then, I mean, there's everything around. But was this one little small Chinese uh, restaurant and like i went there so frequently they knew my name and mm-hmm. they knew my order i got the same thing every time Dang. and yeah it was <laughs> i remember the one day when like before i really changed everything like going to the chinese shop and like they said my name oh jeremy you know you want do you want the the well, i got like orange chicken with like crab and fried rice and stuff and they're like hey do you want all this and um i was like oh yeah and i walked out and i'm like dude They know my name. (laughs) I come here at the same time. Like this is not good. And um, yeah. So, anyways, the freshman fifteen was really like the freshman Um, twenty-five. I was freshman fifteen is more like an average anyway. Yeah. So it just you know depends.
1: You're above average. That's what that means.
3: (laughs) Not the greatest, but uh, no. So I'm I'm five ten, and um, when I graduated high school, I was about 195 pounds. Did not, like, I really didn't have muscle at all. So that was, it was not a good 195 pounds. And then I blew up to the heaviest I saw my, the, saw the number on the scale was 218. But, I mean, that could have been, that could easily been 220. Uh, heck, even 225. But 218 was the number that's kind of stuck with me. And then, uh, yeah, there's, I don't know. I went through a lot when I was in Nashville. A lot of, like, self-confidence issues, kind of depression a little bit, like I would get the Chinese food and go back home and just sit and watch Netflix and eat and just, I don't know, very inactive. I just didn't, I don't know if I was just super depressed or or what, but. I mean,
1: I feel like I've been, I've been through that before, just not wanting to really like do anything and, I mean, before I got into fitness, that's kind of the same way. Graduated, I played a bunch of sports in high school and then. After I graduated, I didn't really play any sports anymore, and I was living on my own and eating. Like I told Weston and Dan, I would get, like, a package of Oreos when I went to the grocery store, and I I remember doing that. And now I'm like, why did I ever, ever do that with yeah. myself?
3: She it's said like, that so softly. I got a package of Oreos. <laughs> like, package of Oreos so and hot pockets. A little, hot 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 cream. Cream. A little no, ashamed. I mean, like, I'm ashamed of it, but, like, well, it's, it's part of my past. It's part of my story, yeah. which is super In, cool. It, I, go ahead. I'm sorry, you go. Yeah, so my one of my neighbors was a personal trainer. His name was Tony, and uh, this just ripped dude, right? And I remember seeing him at uh, the grocery store one time. And I kid you not, I was just shopping, quote unquote. I had Cheez-Its, Oreos, chocolate milk, like I had. I had oh gosh! Terrible stuff in my my uh, my cart. And I saw Tony there. I was like, "Oh, what's up, Tony?" And blah 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 blah. And I was like, "Hey, man, you know." I'm kind of thinking about maybe, like, picking up some training sessions with you or whatever. And he kind of, like, looked at my cart, looked back up, and he's like, okay. <laughs> and I I knew then. I was kind of like, oh, maybe I should put this stuff back. But I didn't. I totally took it home and ate it. It was great. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I didn't. It
1: was great. <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, that's that specific memory still sticks out. I still remember being ashamed of what I had in my cart and then telling him, like, hey, you know, I want to – I'm starting to, like – Want to change the way I look? I want to get healthier, and then just like the, the shame, just I felt of just seeing Oreos and chocolate milk, which are still to this day two of my favorite things. That's my guilty pleasure.
1: The
2: well, there are, there are certain moments in your life that are just ingrained in your head that were part of like changing your direction. You know, like you see signs on the roads, right? Road signs that tell you, all right, you're about to take a left turn. You are about to take a right turn. You remember those road signs right same thing happens in life there's moments that just like they just click and you're just like damn something really just happened there and i'm aware of something now
1: and you and look back you,
2: you look back on them and they're there still
1: and sometimes like if you can remember those and you remember how you feel in those situations it helps drive you Absolutely. to become a better person too so yeah
3: yo. so like just if anyone who's listening is going through like you I was a, I'm an emotional eater i still am like just sometimes you know you just got to eat something, I don't know, but, and, uh, but I was, I was way overboard with it, and I just didn't, I just didn't care, and, like, if you're going through that, and, uh, just, like, feeling depressed, and, like, you just don't like the way you look, and you just feel like, you know, you tried, and tried, and tried, like, I, in high school, I bought P90X, I spent, like, $300 on P90X, did it for two weeks, because, and then I gave up, it was just too hard, I didn't like the eating, and all my friends want to go out to eat, and so I was just, I didn't have the discipline to do it. Mm-hmm. and uh and then like you know just f- over the years i felt like a roller coaster of like okay i'm gonna get serious about my eating you know and then then you just crash and burn and then you've like just feel guilt and shame and you're like oh man well you know there's no point there's no point and then you feel so terrible about the way that you look and feel that you're like okay i really need to change this and then you start to change you kind of go up the roller coaster a little bit and then you crash again and so um yeah seeing tony at the grocery store and like just going home and just looking in the mirror and just hating the way i looked that i think just are very defining moments of when i was when i was turning my life around and yeah i didn't want to hate myself anymore i didn't want to hate the way i feel or i felt i didn't want to hate the way that i looked i want to be confident and all that and uh so I was like, okay, stuff needs to change. I just need to buckle down and actually really, like, give it all I've got. And uh, so, yeah.
1: So how many years ago did you start really considering and starting to go to the gym and really use fitness as a lifestyle change, you know? Yeah, it was,
3: uh, it was May 31st, 2014.
1: Oh, you remember that? Exactly. Day.
3: Oh, I remember the exact day. That was, that was my first training session with Tony. And uh, that's, that's when we talked about food. And he put me on a a low carb diet. He made me physically in a journal that he would check every week. He made me write out all the carbs. He didn't necessarily make me write out fats or proteins, but he's like, okay, every carb that you eat, like you read the nutritional label, write down the amount of carbs, and then add it up. He had me on, (laughs) now that I look back on it, it's kind of crazy. He had me on uh, 50 grams a day. And so some days were bad, like especially the first two or three weeks, like I was shaking. But I wanted it so bad. I was, I like would just go out and just like walk or I would drink a ton of water until I wanted to throw up because then like I didn't want to eat anything and um, I did whatever I could because I was like, I'm not, now that I have accountability with Tony, like I didn't want to let him down. I didn't want to be another failure. You know, I didn't want this to be another roller coaster of like a crash.
1: Well, it's crazy because like I've only known you as like really hardworking. You're in the gym you're a good partner to work out with or be around because you don't talk much. You're just at it, and you're going constantly in the gym, constantly putting in the effort and stuff. So to hear about you feeling like this, like not wanting to go out, sitting at home, eating Chinese food and watching Netflix, it's, like, crazy to think that you were once like that because you've changed so much, obviously, and your determination to get better is crazy, so.
3: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but, yeah, yeah, I mean, I think... I just remember those feelings. When I first started losing all the weight, I just remember feeling, I think we talked about it earlier, but just like you remember those feelings of just like that self-hate almost and just like you just didn't want to be like that anymore and you like, you hone in on that feeling. You remember that feeling. Like when in the middle of your run, like I remember I could barely run a mile, barely run a mile. Like I'm red in the face, could, could barely breathe at like three quarters of a mile in, right? And I just would just, Close my eyes and just think of that feeling and just think about how I don't want to be fat anymore. I don't want to be fat anymore. I, don't, I want to feel better. I want to feel good about myself. I want to love on myself. And not that you can't love on yourself if you're not fit. That's not what I'm trying to say. I But I had these goals in mind, and I really, 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 this one time, finally accomplished it.
1: Well, if it so. takes you that type of drive and if it, if it takes you losing 10 pounds you feel confident, everybody's journey is different, mm. you know? So if it takes you that extra mile to run or if it takes you, not even like looking at yourself in the mirror but physically feeling better, if that's going to make you more confident, then like I said, everybody's journey is going to be different. So, yeah. I mean, it's not like you're looking down on people that do or do not want to lose weight, but you personally feeling more confident after doing that. After putting in the time.
2: Well, are you still struggling with some of these thoughts that you had when you were first starting? Or are you more self-loving now? Like, do you, do you, are you into the, like, more positive self-talk to push yourself? Or are you still thinking, don't go back to being fat, don't go back to hating yourself?
3: Yeah, so, um, I definitely have made mental strides of, like, loving on myself. Even, like, because I finally accomplished all the weight loss. And, and, like, I was so happy and, like, for a long time. And then, then I started, like, actually, like, hypertrophy training and, like, wanting to get big. And um, so then I had set new goals in my mind. But um, I – from then on, I was always kind of like, okay, you know what? No matter how I look, I have to on myself because if I don't, like, I'm just always going to feel, like, crappy no matter how I look. And, in, in like – or no matter what I'm eating and stuff like that. I think it's – I got past – I finally accomplished my goals and realized it wasn't necessarily once I accomplished that stuff, everything's perfect. You know, it was a continual daily thing of self-love and, like, just, like, it's okay that I might be 10 pounds over where I want to be right now. Like, right now, Weston's got me bulking up a bit. We're trying to put on some weight. And, like, at uh, Hot Yoga today, you know, like, I was just kind of like, oh, man, a little chubby around the waist, you know, and I just was self-conscious, but, like, that comes with a territory of bulking, and I just didn't really care. You just kind of push it to the side.
1: And you got to love the process.
3: Exactly. That's actually yeah. a really good point that I would love to talk about. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: you have to love the process.
3: Yeah. It's. I remember the first, so, like, all of June and July sucked. It was the worst. I I'd ran probably three or four days a week, and then I lifted... Twice a week with Tony. It was, dude, he cut me a cool deal. It was like 50 bucks a week, $25 for like an hour session. It was, it was all right. Um, And he kicked my butt. But uh, so I just remember those first two months being absolute hell. I hated every moment of it, but I was so, so determined to lose the weight that I was willing to do anything. And through that determination and through just the grind, you, I, Fell in love with, like, the way that you feel afterwards after that accomplishment of, dude, I just ran a mile and a half. Like, even though there's people out there running marathons, like, I don't care because this is something new for me. I did a mile yesterday. Today I did a mile and a half, pushed myself past what I thought I could do. And, uh, yeah, so just falling in love with the grind, falling in love with the process of becoming better and knowing that, like, you might not look the way you want right now, but you're on the path to get where you want to be.
1: Well, it's like don't give up on yourself because, like, think about building a house. Like, having to do... You have to do so much, build the foundation, and, and work yourself up. And, yeah, you might hate the process of having to work hard. Some days you're working in the rain. Some days you're working in the heat. Some days you're working when you don't want to do it, but you have to get that done. So mm-hmm. if you think of it in that metaphor, in that aspect, like, it's hard to try to... I don't know
0: what I'm trying to say. Well, it definitely it definitely <laughs> translates over to the rest of um, uh, healthy living, right? Because it's way better to eat junk food than to eat healthy food. Just like it's way easier to sit on the couch than to go run a mile and a half or to go crush a workout, mm-hmm. right? It instills discipline. Mm-hmm. So when you want to quit and you don't, That's discipline to keep going. When you want to eat that piece of cake and you don't, that's discipline to stay on track Mm -hmm. and push towards that healthy life that you're basically saying like you were ready to die for. Right. And that's like that's so key is no matter what I'm making this happen.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I think what we're talking about, too, here is,
2: you know, you were running a mile and you hated it. Right, and then the next day you ran a mile and a half. Mm -hmm. You still hated it, but you ran a mile and a half. Mm -hmm. But you were like, shoot, I'm doing it, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what we're talking about here is got to recognize... Small victories. Absolutely. You have to recognize small victories and you have to reward yourself. 100%. You have to reward yourself and in a positive way, too. I'm not like, you shouldn't take like cookies and that'd be your reward system. You you find a new
3: reward system. Find a new reward system. Food was a reward system. Food made you feel better. You find a new reward system. And I think that's so key to weight loss success is because food, again, for so many people, is such an emotional attachment. And like releases so many feel good, uh, what do you want to call it? Um, endorphins. Endorphins. Like it makes you feel so dopamine. Right. <laughs> so it's like- if you can find something else that is a reward system that's healthy, like that's gonna it's gonna change your whole world. Treat yourself.
2: The- Treat yourself, but not the treats. Right, but yeah, you gotta,
3: you gotta, you gotta reward yourself for small
0: victories, man. Like, and that's how you keep going. No, what that's is how you stay disciplined? The, what is the reward system? Is the reward system that feeling after it's all said and done? Is it that cheap?
3: The the cheap meal? After? No,
0: cheap. Oh, you know, like, what's the reward system if you don't reward yourself with cookies? Like, what is would it, you reward there, yourself? There for? is some reward in sitting down and going through the run you just went and how you progress further in distance or you didn't want to stop and you kept going just sitting there and thinking about it it's
3: kind of rewarding mm-hmm. absolutely it sounds really foreign because it i don't know, to some people who may not have experienced that quite yet like that might not sound like reward but yeah when you get done like when we got done with hot yoga today like i sw- i was drenched <laughs> and like some people might like go and complain like oh my gosh i'm so sore i sweat so much like it was so hot in there but like Dude, we just did an hour of crazy, awesome workout. And um, that was so rewarding. Just feeling so worn afterwards. I don't, I don't know. It's hard to explain.
1: Well, I was, this reminds me of David Goggins when he talks about the cookie jar. And he has his, and in his cookie jar, the cookies are the very intense, and even hateful thoughts that he had towards himself. So he would pull those in thought. Like if if your cookie jar, for example, would be when you're doing when you get done with that workout or while you're doing it and you want to give up on yourself, pull out that cookie, and that cookie is you thinking about running that mile when you could barely do it. Mm-hmm. You could barely manage your, what you would say, fat mm-hmm. butt to run the mile. Like... You can just think of that and push yourself through. Use yourself as your own motivation. That's what he would do. He'd pull from those moments where he was struggling to get by, and he would use those to push himself further. And I even do that when I'm working out. I'm, even today, this is our, was this our second time or third time going to Jacarada? Second time? Ending second
2: time in two weeks.
1: Two. Yeah, second time in two weeks. And I already felt that, um, I mean, we have been doing yoga more, but, I'm becoming more and more flexible. The downward dog position was very easy for me to do. I remember the first time I ever did that, I'm just sitting there thinking about how easy it was today, and I thought about the time before when I first started it. I'm like, this is uncomfortable. This is supposed to be a restorative position, and I am uncomfortable, and I can't even hold myself up without thinking about wanting to give up on myself. Mm. And then I thought about today when I'm doing it. I'm like, wow, I'm up here. I'm doing this. Yeah, This is easy for me. Yeah,
3: Progress is kind of like your reward.
1: Yeah, that is very true.
3: But it's, but saying that it's so hard to, cause within weight loss, sometimes progress is incredibly slow Mm -hmm. and that's where, that's where you just got to, um, love the grind. You just do it every day and you know that, Hey, if you don't, I only lost two pounds this week, you know, or when I, when I really kicked my butt every day this week, um, but you know that. It's only making you better, and like you just fall in love with that grind, and eventually you will get to your goal, you no know, matter how fast or slow. You
1: know. Well, weight loss is very subjective too, because I remember when I first started like seriously getting into working out and actually focusing on what I'm doing in the gym, I lost 10 pounds real quick, like. Mm-hmm. I was a cardio bunny too. So I lost 10 pounds and then I gained five pounds within like that next month. And I'm just sitting there. I'm like, ah, like the scale plays such a trick on your mind Absolutely. because I lost 10 pounds and I gained that five pounds. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I feel like I still looked get better, but I'm looking at the scale, which is always measured exactly how I should feel like about myself. Cause I used to use the scale a lot. I don't even step on, I haven't even stepped on a scale in three weeks at least because i just don't really care about it anymore because after i realized that those 5 pounds i gained back that's muscle so you can't really even judge it by the scale your weight loss because you're working with weston mm-hmm. he's going to make you get build muscle so you can't even think about how much pound you're you're gaining because you could be gaining half of the half of that pound could be in muscle mm-hmm. you know yeah so
0: yeah uh i mean while we're on the subject the scale right it's Nowhere near as important as the work ethic. Absolutely. Right. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, skill is just a number. You instill that work ethic, the rest is gonna come. Mm-hmm. Very true. And it's it's so hard to ex, not explain that, but I feel like a lot of uh, fitness gurus say that, and people who really want to change or or they kind of want to change, hear that a lot. They'll be looking for answers like, hey, you know, so what do I need to do? And then they say like, oh, well, you just need to. Grind and they're like oh but really you know do i re- no no what's what's the quick easy thing um do you remember i sent you a screenshot snapchat is evil okay so they have like a discovery section oh about. gosh yo so they had a discover section they had like a little story i don't know what it, who was doing it but there's a story that said like do this like abs exercise for um like 10 minutes every day and you'll have abs in weeks or whatever and like the picture was a bodybuilder's core like it this guy was clearly diced up he was shredded and i was so upset by that because because that is trigger warning (laughs) i (laughs) was triggered uh that is out there Mm -hmm. um and it, I know, I know people are trying to make money. I know that you know clickbait stuff or whatever. But like that mindset of like, oh, here's a quick thing, they make you get shredded, and it's like, no, that's not. That's, that's how. It. Well, how it well works. those
2: type of things are marketing to the uneducated. Exactly. Uh, and they're they pre- Well, they're preying on people that are uneducated in, in this in this subject, which obviously fitness takes many, many, many hours of dedication and discipline. So, a question for you, J Mo coming from somebody who has who had no experience no education in health and fitness prior to march march 31st 2014 how hey. have how have you been educating yourself and getting and gaining information to get to this point that you are now
3: yeah um reading a lot what are you reading a lot um so here's the thing i think we were kind of talking about it earlier today so uh there's a bunch of different ways I feel like you can build muscle or there's just a d- bunch of different programs. And depending on what your goal is, like one program might work better than the other or whatever. So, like, you have like you have to educate yourself. Like, um, there's fitness books out there, but the stuff that you want to stay away from is the Get Shredded in 90 Days. Mm-hmm. Like P90X, you know, it might work. And some of these people um, might almost kill themselves going through all this uh but that's that's not the common occurrence what happens you know um p90x is on a whole nother level i would stay i would look for stuff that's lifestyle centered you know not time-based you know uh get shredded in a year or anything like that yeah
1: because what happens when those 90 days are up are you just never gonna work out again you're just gonna get shredded for 90 days and then you're done and then Then what's after that, you know? Exactly. And I feel like a lot of those quick fixes are why people give up on themselves because you look at those shredded abs. I don't even have those shredded abs and I've been working out for four years. It's, It's knowing that those simple... workouts those 10 minutes a day that's not gonna you're not gonna get those results yeah and if you think that you're gonna have a quick fix like that if it was that easy everybody would do it Ab-
3: absolutely that yes i agree and so it's you, gonna take forever so you gotta look for <laughs> lifestyle centered um workouts um not even workouts i mean like not i've i've worked out with some of my friends doing hyper hypertrophy wow well, hypertrophy training and um they're all like, dude, this is insane! Like, you have a whole entire hour and fifteen, hour and a half workout just for your biceps and triceps. Blow them up! That's that's <laughs> insane. And and, and um, like one of my really good friends, he uh, does the uh, Bill Phillips Body for Life. I think that's his name. Um, Body for Life program, and like it's a it's like an upper, uh, lower like cardio days like split. And, uh, so when he worked out with me one time doing, like, an arm day, he was like, dude, I usually hit, like, one set of biceps on my upper day. Like, that's it. And now we're, we're doing, you know, six sets of biceps. Like, what, this is insane. And
2: One um, set certainly isn't going to get you big.
3: Right. And so (laughs) that's the whole, like, so Body for Life, Body for Life is a great program if you're looking to change your lifestyle, you're looking to just overall just get better. But for me, like, I finally lost all that weight. And... I was still hungry. So I'm like, what's next? I, honestly, I've always wanted to be shredded. I've always wanted to have abs. You know, kind of like almost model quality, like just muscle definition. And so, Aesthetics. And then that's where, you know, Wes comes into play. That's where I met him. And he's like, hey, you know, I write workouts and I can like design um, these workouts and a nutrition plan for your goals. And then we sat down and we figured out what my goals were. And then we initiated a plan to get that going. And that's where hypertrophy training came in. But not everyone has those goals, you know? Yeah, I think it's very
0: important to find someone to learn from or some way, you know, use your resources. Just like Jamo says, he reads a lot. We we live in an era where there's so much info out there. Like, sure, you got to... Uh, you know, dot your I's and cross your T's or whatever to make sure that who you're listening to knows what they're talking about. But I think it's very important to find someone or some way to teach you how to train. And that's where um, j really took off was he started in person with me, right? And then he did a couple workouts actually with me so he could watch how I trained. And then he could kind of see what was expected of him when he came in and was training under my watch. And now I don't have to worry about J-Mo. I know every single time he goes in the gym, he's going to kill it because he learned how to train, how to push his muscles to failure, how to seek that pain and know that it's going to make him stronger. And that's what people need to figure out, how to learn the way to train, not just,
2: just exercises. It's definitely a visual intensity. thing for sure. Like you got to be in it. Mm-hmm. you know you can't you can't just read on the internet you know All right, this program says i gotta do uh three sets of ten supersets for buys and tries mm-hmm. and then go in there and try it well the way you do it isn't the same as someone else does it mm-hmm. and that's why they're getting the results that they're getting so you know you gotta Maybe research a YouTube video, right? What, like Bradley Martin's a big one on YouTube. That Watch the pros. Walls, the pros are yeah, the pros forth, right? for yeah. a reason. They have a YouTube channel where they're just doing workouts. Watch how they're doing workouts. Watch how they're pushing themselves past the point of soreness, past the point of tightness.
3: And that's why they're that big, mm-hmm. you know, am- amongst
2: other things. But,
3: mm. you well, know. Well, and that being said, um, just because I've been there, done that, seen guys on YouTube that are absolutely just ripped out of their mind so you think you do that for a year and you think you're going to look like them but that's so unrealistic and so you have to not even think about that but just follow their example knowing that eventually you'll begin to look like them maybe not even close to the same size Um, but what their example is a very very good example to at least get you on the right path you
1: know the idea that people think that they're going to look like a bodybuilder in a year it just like degrades their time that they put into themselves you really i mean i'm not trying to make it sound mean but like it's going to take years and years and years of investing in yourself spending the time for yourself to if you want to idolize and look like them but like you you're doing your own thing you are creating your own body your body shape isn't going to be like I mean, people try to strive to look like certain people, but you are you are yourself. And once you become confident and love yourself and love your skin that you're in and actually put in the time, because I think that's another thing that you have to do is you have to love yourself enough to wa- not want to give up on yourself, to continue to put yourself in the position where you're grinding and you're going to the gym and you're doing cardio and you're waking up early and going to bed at a late time just so that you can really invest time in yourself to grow as a person so yeah, I think you develop that's very a routine yeah
3: I think that's so creatures of habit wiki. yes yeah and when I when I miss the gym like some days I work my full-time job and then I come here and work another four to five hours at the studio and so if for some I, that means I have to go in the gym I have to make time for the gym in the morning before I even get to work and for some weird reason if I can't go, like, I feel so off because it, because yeah, working out has become a part of my daily routine. And I think that's part of it. But so kind of going back, back checking a little bit back to uh, weight loss. I know we were kind of talking about the, like, hypertrophy training and, like, bodybuilding and whatnot and getting shredded. Um, but just general weight loss, I think if anyone is looking for, like, you know, guidance, like, you can find a workout. You can find basic workouts. You can find, like, cardio exercises or hit exercises with, like, abs. I, I know I love my cardio and ab day that you write out the hit oh, stuff. I awesome. also love writing out his cardio and ab day. <laughs> it's insane, but I, I love it. And, like, I think that's – when I think of, like, kind of weight loss uh, workouts, I think I've hit – I think of some, you know, incline walks or a stair stepper, you know, all sorts of stuff like that. But um, you find something that works for you, and you can see some results – but you have to know that no one's gonna put the work working for you. You have to do it. It's not gonna be given to you like this. The, all those donuts you ate that you gotta work off now. <laughs> like you have to do that. No one else is gonna take that off for you. No one's gonna do the work for you. You have to put it in, and you have to put it in daily. Um, and you and even outside the gym, it's not even a gym thing. It's uh what you eat for the rest of the 22. 23 hours of the day or you know when you're not sleeping um like it's a conscious decision every hour of the day and uh, just knowing that i'm in it because i want to change my lifestyle i want to feel better um i don't want to i don't want to end up with any heart diseases any like if for example my grandpa died of diabetes he died with uh both his legs um Uh, amputated from the knee down and his very last meal was a chocolate shake or I I believe it was he he loved food like that and it runs in my family and I don't I don't want that in my life I don't want to have to worry about insulin or anything like that later on in life and um so if I can develop habits now and a lifestyle now I'm hoping that it can um you know increase my longevity on this earth and like and just a healthy lifestyle when I'm in my 60s, 70s, and 80s. Mm-hmm. Just seeing him almost degrade when, you know, the last few years of his life was just so sad. And, um, you know, I want, I want good last years of my life. And, uh, but that's also another motivator. So, anyways, just creating that lifestyle and just knowing that you got to put in the work and you got to love the grinds um, and just making it a part of who you are. I think that's another really key point, too. Like, I know some people might be jealous of, like, Instagram fitness influencers and say, like, oh, well, you know, they get paid to do that. They could, you know, that's just who they are. No, hey, make it who you are, too. Like, it's it's a good thing. Like, some of these people might, like, show it off and, like, you know, do all these things kind of weird with it. But, like, you know, you can make it a healthy thing for you, too. It's It's good mm-hmm. for you. I don't know.
2: What's your ultimate goal, J-Mo, as far as fitness goes?
3: Um, what's what's <clears> the what's the end result? So like, I've got some short-term goals within like the next five years. I would like to do a um, a bodybuilding show. Whether that's like classic physique or that's probably what I would do. Um, not like I don't want to do um, physique or anything like that. Work with board shorts and stuff. Like no, yeah, that's, that's not me.
0: But I saw so so that, that vacuum needs to be on a classic stage.
3: Yeah. So I would, I do have a goal of doing that. Um, just, and which is crazy to even think about. Cause again, four years ago, if you would have said, like, hey, you're going to be doing a podcast talking about weight loss. And then I'm talking about doing a bodybuilding show. Like, um, I, I would have said, you're crazy. You know, well, that was
2: part of my, that was, I had a two part question that my next question was going to be, what was your, end goal when you first started just to see that difference
3: absolutely so so yeah like i was saying earlier like my goal is to be on stage eventually in the next um couple years or so i would like to get one actual amateur show under my belt um and then who knows from there you know um if you know if i do really well then i think that's gonna just give me more fuel to keep going um absolutely and and just see how far i can go with it um but then but to answer your second part of the question when I started, it was just so I could feel better and lose weight and like fit into medium-sized t-shirts and like wear skinnier <laughs> jeans and stuff like that. I just I just wanted to look good and feel good about myself. Um, that's it was just to lose weight. I didn't really have necessarily a number in mind. I just wanted to get skinny. And now it's kind of on the opposite. I want to get bigger, so mm-hmm. <laughs> but in the good sense. Yeah. Welcome to never being big enough. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right?
3: Unfortunately. which But that, I had the mindset of that, hey, you know, I'm a work in progress. And, like, I look back, even from where I was last year, like, I've made a lot of progress. Tremendous so, amount of progress. So I, even though I may not be where I want to be right now, I know that I'm making progress. And that I love this grind. I love working out every day. And so um, I know eventually I'll... I'll Reach the goals I've set, and but I know it's yeah. I'm never gonna be big enough. I'm never gonna be shredded enough, twenty four seven. And I mean, cause going back to like that Snapchat uh, picture of that guy, like he conditioned for that photo shoot. You know, like he doesn't look like that all year long. No, I peaked for it. You can't. So
1: I'm saying you gotta love the process. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. you see, it's all like that would be considered like a peak. You know, your mm-hmm. peak of the process. You gotta love climb into the top and you got to love coming down off the off of your peak because it's all important in the long term of things, you know.
3: Absolutely. You gotta think
1: about the time you spent trying to perfect yourself if you're going to do a bodybuilding show, you have to you have to love that process or else like what are you what are you doing it for, you know? Absolutely. Yeah.
0: So Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um
2: I'm shook, man. <laughs> I'm shook. Yeah, I, dude, just I sat here you. quietly. I'm fat to
3: fit a story like that, dude. Yeah, I um just kind of backtracking a little bit. Um, I mentioned this to this to you a couple weeks ago, Wes. Um, I was watching a Tom Segura stand up, <laughs> and he had lost like 50 pounds or something like that. Oh, by the way, I went from 218, and uh, the last I've been is 165, so that's 52 pounds, and oh. I'm oh. very proud of that. I I love 50 telling club. people that because it's like it's. I mean who who loses fifty pounds? That's so cool. But um, but Tom Segura, he in his stand-up, he talked about he's like, Hey, so I lost a bunch of weight and people were like cheering and stuff. And um, he says that he would have people like message him online saying, like, hey man, how'd you do it? You know, what's the key to the success of losing weight? And I love his response because I can relate to it. He's like do you look in? He he responds with, "If you look in the mirror and you like don't hate yourself, then you're not ready." And and which is really extreme, like, but I can relate. I can so relate, and it sounds so like dramatic, but really like I just. But it's look exactly in the what mirror, you talked about.
0: Yeah. It's 100% what you said. You looked in the mirror and you hated what you saw. It was a rock bottom moment. Yeah. Those rock bottom moments are super, super important for lifestyle changes. Absolutely. There's almost nothing stronger than our emotions. Mm -hmm. They flare up and get in the way of things constantly. All over the world, people can handle their emotions. But if you can channel Mm -hmm. an emotion that strong and let it run through your head Mm -hmm. while you're working out, while you're Mm -hmm. running the miles, while you're trying to decide what you're going to have for dinner, it's... It's just going to be such amazing fuel.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's fuel. I think that's really a key point right there is that you can use that, use those emotions as fuel to keep you going because, I mean, when you want to give up, remember why, remember where you've been and remember why you want to do this in the first place. And mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, it's, it's so key. I mean, even in my photos, you can see my facial expression. I was, dude, I was depressed. I was just so sad, just down in the dumps. You can see it in my face when I was taking those before photos which I'm so glad I did. If you guys are ever, if anyone's listening and they want to, like, actually commit to a weight loss, like, before, or, like, progress picks are amazing. And you mm-hmm. I highly suggest them, even if you don't like the way you look, because I hate the way I look <clears throat> in those big ones, but when you finally reach those goals and you compare the two, or even progress before you reach your goals, like, it's so encouraging. Mm-hmm. And we posted
0: those pictures, too. Definitely check them out, because um, it's, it's super powerful to see... His depressed, longing face and, you know, his clearly unhealthy body. And then you fast forward to this little mock bodybuilding show that we did where, you know, j literally ran through a contest prep without a show, which is amazing to have that kind of a discipline for such a, um, not small event, but it was, you know, it was just us and your parents. We just had Mm -hmm. fun with it. But he is just glowing in these pictures, smiling from ear to ear and it's amazing because you can tell he loves himself, you know, and yeah. he didn't in the one before. He does there. And that's a very powerful thing. You know, this isn't all um, on the outside and aesthetic. It's the inside, yeah. how you how you build a strong mind and um, a big heart for yourself.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, because even when I think about it, I only got down to, I think it was 13.5% body fat, which was way above what I wanted to do. I wanted to get down to like 10 or 9 like. Minimum, but I mean I didn't reach that, and that's okay because I started out at like nineteen on that cut. So I mean losing what is that, Uh four and a half, five and a half, whatever from nineteen to thirteen and a half. But anyway, six. <laughs> uh, so uh, five and a half body fat percentage. That's you know, that's awesome. But well, you looked um, great. So even that though was I the didn't, big part. <laughs> thanks. I, even though I didn't reach like my original goals, dude, I was still so happy because that was that cut has been one of the most challenging fitness goals that i've ever accomplished i mean losing weight was awesome and like really really uh, challenging but this extremely strict diet for a hundred days essentially like man kicked my butt and i was so glad i finished it
1: (laughs) especially because like you did that all for yourself you weren't even like thinking about doing it that's where i i kind of brought it up a little bit in the beginning but Jamo, you have like a very strong work ethic and it's like all or nothing for you for a lot of things. So to do a bodybuilding show with no competitors and just to do it for yourself and even just to do it for your family. That's even it's just amazing that you did that, honestly, because I don't know. I can't even imagine trying to just cut down for just yourself. You know, that's essentially what you did it for. Mm -hmm. Show would be different. You'd have a little bit more motivators, but to do that on your own, mm-hmm. that's crazy.
3: It was kind of like a preemptive, like, I was, I was practicing a cut
1: yeah. to
3: see, like, you know, can I even do it? Can I do a bodybuilding show cut um, before I even actually step on a stage? And, and the fact that I, I did get through it and I, like, kind of proved to myself that, hey, yeah, I can do this. This is possible i i think that's again fuel for future goals
0: and I, I definitely think that's a, a big point steve made um and we talk about it as pts all the time and i mean you hear it with, with changing in general whether it be with addiction or this or that it's always going to work out better if you're doing it for yourself mm-hmm. right like you, sure if if your loved ones want you to do it because of this or you know, so-and-so said this and you want to prove them wrong or whatever. It's like, no, you got to do it for yourself. Yes. And that's going to take you so much farther and it's going to make the journey that much more pure because, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's it's all about you and that's really what it should be, mm-hmm. you know.
1: Tell us a lot about your character.
3: My character? Yeah. Um, recently, like, it sounds, okay, now we're not even talking about, like, weight loss or anything, but, like, I've really been um, trying to purposely, like... Wake up every day and be the best person I can be. And I fail a lot of days. But every day I try. I wake up with the goal of like, okay, I've got a routine. And, you know, I can make an impact on other people's lives around me. Like, um, I forget where I was reading it. But basically, like, when you walk into – when I walk into the office to go to my cubicle, I see, like, like a few different people every time I walk in. And, like, you know, I can either walk in – and not do and not say anything to them and just be like kind of stone cold just nothing right and then or i could walk in say hey how's it going you know and like start engaging conversation with them ask them how they're doing and you know what's going on and remembering things about their life and make them feel like special like that stuff like that i've been working on that like to me that you can make such an impact on people around you and like to me I, like i just been working on that within myself and then um uh throughout this weight loss journey just learning to love the grind has um gone into other aspects of life with work like 12 hour workdays are really common for me now and where you know before I was just so worn out after eight hours you know and like I, I still am but 12 hour workdays are rough and but I push through it. You know, because I know what, like, what it is to grind and to, like, really just put in some work.
0: Heavy and squats are hard, too. You push through those. Yeah.
3: And you know what? I mean. Translates. Yeah. I think, yeah, I just, it kind of comes back to just me just, I don't know, trying to be the best person I can be. And well,
1: I always see it. I mean, I, I work at Texas Red Houses, if anyone didn't know that, but. I always think, like, why not try to make other people positive so that you can surround yourself with positive people? Why try to have a negative influence on somebody Then they're just going to have a negative mindset of you, you know? So why not have the best mindset that you can have so that you can have positive people around you?
0: It's it's really good for just the flow of the world, too, to, to act just like you guys both said. You know, just for instance, like... When someone goes out of their way to say hi to you and asks how your day's going and looks at you with a genuine smile and they're actually interested in like what you're trying, uh, what you're doing, it's kind of not so common in today's world. And it can flip a switch in your day and then your mood turns and then you do it to the next person and it flips a switch in their day and then they do
3: it to the next person and everybody's happy. But not everybody lives that way, unfortunately. Yeah, Wes, I see you do that all the time with clients at River City. Like I like all over over here you talking to them and like you bring up stuff about their life, like their family or what they're doing, their jobs and stuff like that. You ask them and I think that's so inspiring cuz like you're setting the tone for your relationship with them. And then also like you're making an influence on their day whether they know it or you know it. And and you can you can set the mood for especially in the morning. With morning clients like you can set the mood for the rest of the day you know 100 percent, yeah and just another another thing is just staying positive um so jimmy the owner of the studio he and i work closely um here and then also we work together at northwoods uh the church and um one of the things that we have been working on together as a team is just being positive like if a situation sucks or, you know, it just it goes south really quickly, like equipment's failing and, like, it's just really stressful or things are thrown on us last minute, it's really, really easy to just get overwhelmed and just have a crappy attitude. But um, we have been working as a team, like I said, to just be positive and say, hey, it could be worse. Um, let's just stop real quick and just kind of almost be thankful for what we do have and uh, just be positive and say, okay. This is the situation, assess it, and let's figure it out, let's troubleshoot it, and let's get it working, you know, whatever the issue is. And, um, yeah, that's had a huge impact on me. And I, I think I can speak for Jimmy, too, over the past couple months.
1: Well, that's a good mindset to have just towards everyday life. Absolutely. Instead of getting angry about something, how can you fix that in the most positive way? Solutions. Yeah.
0: When problems arise, find a solution.
1: So is this a new mentality you've had since you started fitness? Like were you or have you always been able to get through problems with solutions?
3: No. Um this is a recent thing. I would say of I mean within the past year. Like I've been really, really working on it. Yeah. This I didn't really start this year with like New Year's resolutions, like a lot of people do, and then like with weight loss and whatnot. Um but this year I did want to like start reading more because I heard the term leaders are readers, yeah. and I feel called to lead, and I don't know in what capacity, whether that is like one person, like I'm leading one person, or I'm leading a lot of people, and so I feel like I need to be the best person I can be to, so I can influence other people, and lead other people in the right direction, mm-hmm. and be a good leader, and show, uh, lead by example, mm-hmm. instead of like, you know, have, you've seen those, like, stuff on social media where, like, a true leader leads from the front instead of a boss leads from the back, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really believe in that. But anyways, um, yeah, within, I've been reading a lot this year um, and then just, yeah, developing just positive traits, I guess. I'm just really working on that every day, making mental notes. Like, it's okay, hey, I have a choice to react to this situation. Uh, how am I going to react to it? Am I going to be all pissed off, or am I actually going to, like, just, like, keep the emotion, keep those emotions in check, and say, let's just assess it the right way, and be positive about it, and let's get it worked through, so.
1: That sounds like you're, you're developing some discipline, which is your everyday thoughts, too, which also, like, that's also the discipline to go to the gym every single day, you know, you have to.
3: I go now, because I I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I've, I've fallen in love with this, and, uh, I know some people, um, when they don't have a routine and when they go to the gym, they not, might not feel good and stuff like that, but I don't know. It's, It's become a routine. It's become a lifestyle. It's something that I do, um... Like to the point where if people have fitness questions at work, they'll come to me and ask me like, hey, so I read this or like I've been doing this. And like they're telling me about their accomplishments. And I'm like, dude, that is awesome. I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy. And like that you developed some discipline and that you are you've set these goals and you've accomplished them. And Mm -hmm. um, so that's just who I am now. Just like going to the gym every day is normal. And I love it. I love that. I'm even at this point, you know.
1: Well, when you have that positive, like, persona, people will start to know that, and then they'll start to share their positivity with you as well. So Absolutely, yeah. That's a good thing about having a positive attitude is that you'll start to get more people that just want to share their positive with you, which is a good thing. Too. Absolutely.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. <laughs> um, lots, of, lots of good stuff. I think one thing, I and you've... Touch based on this the entire podcast, but give some advice to listeners that might be where
3: you were. <laughs> um, Besides, hate yourself. No, don't. Okay. Don't hate yourself. <laughs> I would use those emotions as fuel. I think um, assess where you are, figure out where you want to be, develop a plan, research. A plan. Figure out um, what would work best for you f- to reach your goal, and put it in action. Don't complain about it. Do it every day, even when you don't want to. Do it at five in the morning if you have to. Make time for the gym. Eat right. Say no. And if you say no enough to like coworkers or friends want to go out to eat, eventually they will stop asking. <laughs> I promise. It's worked. That's <laughs>
0: true. Me and JMO have talked about that. He. You know, he'd come in and be like, so-and-so want to go. I was like, no. He's like, well, I was like, no, 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 no. You're going to say it a lot, but sooner or later they're going to figure out, well, that's just J-Mo. That's J-Mo, just J-Mo does. doesn't go to McDonald's. Yeah. We're not going to ask him. We'll hit him up after when we get done.
1: I've had so. to do that, too. I have people at work like, let's go get a drink. I'm like, no. Nope, 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 no, nope. Nobody ever asks me anymore, mm-hmm. which I'm fine with because I don't want to waste my money on alcohol mm-hmm. or food or why I waste the money I just made. To spend it somewhere else you, you, know?
0: you know you gotta assess um sacrifices and consequences mm-hmm. so you know some things you sacrifice some things you choose not to but you have to deal with the consequences the things you decide not to sacrifice and then do a lap and figure out when you get back to that if it's worth it or not
1: you know people think some supp- supplements are expensive well don't go out to eat once and then you'll be able to buy whatever you want. Most of the time, the bill is like $20, depending on where you go. Right. Take that money, spend it somewhere else. Buy yourself some protein. Or,
3: or you know, people think, like, buying organic foods now and supplements now is so expensive. But what about your medical bills in the yeah. future from grabbing cheap fast food and drinking all the pop that you desire? Like...
1: How much are insulin shots going to be? Yeah, you know, like what's, what are your
3: medical bills going to look like in the future? Are they gonna Are you not going to have any or are you going to have a ton because you did what you wanted in the moment?
1: Well, I'm glad you brought up because I didn't know anything about your grandpa. I'm glad you brought that up because some, for some people it does take seeing somebody and their family go through something like diabetes and losing both their legs. So, I mean, just look at your family, for example. Anybody can do it, you know, I mean... My family hasn't really been overweight, but you can use that as a motivator, you know, mm-hmm. to, to better yourself and mm-hmm. work harder towards your goals so you don't end up like them, you know?
3: Yeah, that's it's more of a longevity reminder for yeah. me. It's not, it's not. oh, I want to lose weight right now because I don't want to look like that. It's more of a, I don't want to end up like that, so I need to develop a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So that's going to prevent that or prevent, hopefully, just a lot of medical bills. I don't want any of that.
1: <laughs> right.
0: The least amount of orange bottles you
3: can have in your cabinet, the better. Yeah. True. So, but yeah, going back to, like, tips for weight loss. Um, it, no one's going to do it for you. Nobody, Nobody's going to do it for you. And it will not... It won't be a 30-day thing. It's, it's not. It's going to be a long process. And you just got to fall in love with it. You got to fall in love with the process. And... um Fall in love with uh, just that feeling after a workout of that accomplishment and that you did something even if you didn't want to do it. I think that's even more rewarding. For sure. You don't feel good or you don't, like, you have to wake up at 530. This is the only time I can do it today is at 530 in the morning. Like, go, even when you're super, super tired, and kill that workout. And afterwards, you're going to be like, man, I'm so glad I did that.
1: Well, a lot of people say they don't have time, but you're saying you're getting up at 5.30, working out, and then doing a 12-hour workday. So I think everyone has a time. Don't watch as much Netflix.
3: Because Don't
1: spend the time on the phone. Get up and get active, you know?
3: Right. Well, because it's not that, oh, I don't have time for the gym. No. that's That should never be an excuse, ever. You make time for the gym.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Like, you make time for stuff that you care about. And if you mm-hmm. care about this weight loss that you want that you say that you wanna do that you post about on social media that you create a whole entire new Instagram page for <laughs> like if you really care about it like you're gonna you're gonna go out of your way to get it done mm-hmm. and um yeah, I don't know so those I guess those are some of my tips The great ones mm-hmm. well, I'm sure there's people
2: that were in the same situation where. With where you were when you started, where you were looking in the mirror and saying, I hate the way I look, right? So there's people out here listening right now that probably feel like that. And if they're not listening, there's people out there that feel like that, right? So what is the one thing they should do if that person feels like that? What is the one thing that they should do tomorrow morning when they What's wake
1: up? What's your best advice?
0: We weren't satisfied with what you just gave us,
1: so we,
3: <laughs> we need more. Yeah, so like to so that person, like tomorrow morning... Um, You can wake up, look at yourself in the mirror, and instead of that self-hate, um, love on yourself and say, instead of, like, man, I hate the way that I look, I hate, I hate you, or whatever, like, say, like, you know what, I care about myself enough that I'm gonna go on a walk today. I care about myself that I'm not gonna go to McDonald's for lunch with my coworkers. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pack I'm gonna pack a lunch, or I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna get a salad instead of a burger and soda. Um, and that's
0: kind of what's coming to my mind when I was waiting for you to answer it. Is like a small decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, All, and, and just just one
3: small conscious decisions. Like we talked about earlier, you take you; those are small victories. Sure. A war is not won in one battle. It's uh, this is a war that you're fighting, and you got to win a bunch of little battles, and you got to take when you win a battle like that when you buy a salad instead of burger and fries like rejoice in that and like be happy about that and say like i did it i when i wanted to do something else that was easy and quick and feels good right in the moment and i made the tough decision and ate something that wasn't necessarily as tasty or um felt good in the moment like that's only gonna make me better and you felt yeah, way better.
0: You felt way better after the salad than you would have felt after the burger and fries. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And get get rid of as much instant gratification as you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. So that person that is, um, yeah. What? Yeah. So love, self love. Um, just make those small decisions. You don't have to go out and run a five k tomorrow. That's all that comes in time. Like eventually you will like, hey, make it a goal. Say, hey, eventually I want to sign up for a 5K. I want to walk a 5K, run a 5K, whatever you got to do. Make a goal and um, take baby steps to get there mm-hmm. day by day. It's not don't rush into it because you will burn out. I promise. That's what I did for years. I would try to fix everything super, super quick. I would get really intense, go on, like force myself to run way past what i could have done and just say oh forget it you know this is this sucks i can't run i have like breathing problems i'm not gonna do it and so when i finally had the right mindset you know I i would do a mile and be okay with it you know i probably could have done like another like lap but hey you know what i i accomplished something that i normally wouldn't have done and let's take you know a victory here and move on and
1: interesting um you said you had a breathing problem we think that's because you were overweight
3: absolutely oh it was 100 it wasn't it was, it was <laughs> no I, question I remember, your lungs are fine oh i remember in high school oh so my mom i love you my mom if you're listening i love you so much but so listen i love her to death and she called me big boned for years she's like oh you're just big boned oh you're hmm. just you're just big boned you, you know you got a wide shoulders big chest naturally it's just all it's all natural i and I, bless her heart, but, man, that's not what I needed to hear. You know what I mean? You looked at her like, quit lying to me. And so, and, and and I remember she said something about, like, well, what if you have, like, um, exercise-induced asthma and for running? And I was like, I mean, it could very well be a thing, but really, I was just overweight. Like, I could go run a mile right now because I'm conditioned to. You know, like, I'm able to now because I had conditioned myself. But when I first started, like, I was wheezing real bad. I mean, half a mile in, I'm, like, dying, but I would push through it. And, um, but over the course of years of doing it, like, a mile is nothing now. I I can run a mile before a workout and then finish an hour-long lifting session and be fine, you know.
1: It's amazing what somebody's body can
0: do. Well, yeah, there's people out there doing Incredible things. You know, the Moad Uh, is currently going on right
1: now. No, it's the Tahoe.
0: Okay, the Tahoe. What Similarities in the amount that these people are running. It's like 230 plus mile terrain race, right? So not that you have to do that. But if somebody can take it to that extreme, find your own extreme.
3: Mm -hmm. And chase it forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Set a goal that almost sounds just above... Or yeah. just below crazy. And go for it. Very. Yeah. Surprise yourself, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm going to be surprising myself. I set a goal, and I guess I'll say it on here, even though I'm kind of nervous to say it. But I plan on, for my 26th birthday, running a marathon. 26 it's miles. A mile for every single... And now she week. has to do it. Now I have yeah, to, yeah. Do to do it. May 2019, 2019 I will be running... <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. 26 miles. 26 miles. For my 26th birthday.
3: That's awesome.
1: So, I mean, you got to make those crazy goals. It's crazy because I used to never run.
3: Yeah.
1: I was the same way. I could not run. Even, like, recently, I, I, breathing hard, breathing heavy. Mm-hmm. It's all... It takes a long time. People want, like you said earlier, people want instant gratification for things. You, mm-hmm. you have to work for it. You have to work for everything in this life. And don't give up on yourself, you know? A lot of people do that. A lot of people work out for a week straight and step on the scale and they don't see any weight loss at all. Well, it doesn't take a week to lose all the pounds that Mm -hmm. you've gained over the years that you've been eating like shit, you know? Yeah, just
3: because your friend Becky lost five pounds this week and she's posting all about it and, like, you know, being all prideful about it, like, doesn't mean that your work doesn't count. Yeah. You put in the work, be proud of it. Because there are other people out there who aren't putting in the work and are asking, why am I not? Why is nothing changing, Mm -hmm. you know? just take those small victories like you have to you have mm-hmm. to take the small victories
0: yeah and I, and I don't know how this comes across i say it a lot but like it's never gonna get easier if it gets easier that's a problem because you're not pushing past limits and adapting further right so do you get better at coping with the suffering sure of course but you know J-Mo going in and going as hard as he can is the exact same as Joe who's two weeks into the gym, but is just as ready to change as J-Mo is mm-hmm. And is literally putting every single ounce of effort on that gym floor It's the exact same thing mm-hmm. you trying as hard as you can is the exact same as me trying as hard as I can It might look like I go in there like and I different. kill myself every single day Yeah, I have a vision that I'm going towards and it never gets easier. It's always hard. Yeah,
3: so accept that and let's all grow. Yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, your 90% is way different than my 90%. You know, you've been at it for way, like, eight more years than I have. So, but
0: um, 90% of your threshold is the exact same as 90% of my threshold.
3: But your 90% effort is the same as my 90% effort. Exactly. Okay. Like, the effort is like, if I'm putting an effort as much as I can, you know, because I know I'm working as hard as I can, is the same as you working as hard as you can. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter the number or or um, you know what. If someone can, if their max is they can run ten miles, and but there's another guy over here who can barely run a quarter of a mile. Like that, they're putting in the same effort though, mm-hmm. and that's all that matters. Because eventually that guy is gonna progress and he's gonna get better. Uh, longer distances, better mile times, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, like, right now, in this moment, like, they both are giving in the same effort, and that's what counts. Mm-hmm.
1: So, should we should we try to wrap this up a little bit? Yeah, we should definitely okay. try to wrap this up. Sure, wrap
3: this up. <laughs> so,
0: Amazing conversation. Yeah, like, yeah oh, we've we, been we we away from everything,
1: us. yeah. So, I mean, we talked about a lot of stuff today, mm-hmm. and, um, like, we've known you for a little bit, so... I hope you guys enjoy listening to JMO's story, and um, I'm sure you can reach out to him Absolutely. on any social media account. Yeah, uh, they've
3: they've tagged me in a few of their posts. So you, say your IG handle. Yeah, it's, just, it's Jeremiah underscore Moser, M-O-S-E-R. So, um, yeah, if, if you just go to the 309 Method uh, Instagram page, you'll see a few posts with me tagged in them. Yeah, send me a message. Ask I'd love questions. to uh, let, ask questions. I'd love to just talk, encourage you. That I like encouragement is huge for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I uh, I know some people like I'll just randomly encourage them, and they're kind of like, "What? Well, okay, you know?" Or them, are you sure that's real or fake? And
0: isn't it funny that that's a weird thing?
3: Yeah, but like, and I mean like, it. Like that's where that's
0: where we're at in today's that world. That is
3: what I needed when mm-hmm. I was going through the thick of it. I needed encouragement. I need someone to help me and say, dude, you've got this. I know what it's like to be right where you're at, and you can do it. I promise you. You just, Like, just keep pushing. And so, like, if you if you just need some encouragement, like, DM me. I mean, I'd be more than happy just to talk. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, whatever advice I can give. It's not, I'm not, like, some certified personal trainer. I can't write workouts for you or, like, you know, suggest a ton of stuff. That's definitely Wes, than Stevie. That is what they are that's what the 309 method is for but i would love to just if i can relate with you on any level i'd love to you know
2: you can certainly help people pull the trigger to get started absolutely and get their journey started you can certainly do that
1: because like we've been we've been putting the time in i mean weston's got dan's been in sports his whole life weston's got years and years of working out you know i got about four years and you're still like I'm a I mean, baby. I'm not, uh, you're a baby. You yes. are, but like not in a bad way. But you still know what it feels like. You yes. know, we're kind of starting to lose that sense a little bit. while well, I am at least a little bit. Yeah, I'm get. I've I'm more confident than I've ever been in my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. So, um, just like I'm not saying you're not confident, but you know, and you can still feel those feelings that other people can relate to. Yes. You know, I mean, it wasn't I'm not saying we ago. can't, but you're you're a little bit more relatable. So, mm-hmm. like. Like he said before, reach out and, and that's what we're trying to do here, is just like expanding his story so that people know that um, we there are real people out here, you know, that are going through the same type of struggles that w- would like to help
3: mm-hmm. you reach
1: your fitness goals and like would like to help to let you know there's they're experiencing the same thing, mm-hmm. essentially. So
3: And like, yeah, let's create a community. You know? yeah. Let's lean on each other. So. That's what this is for. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: That's
3: what this we're is for our method. method. <laughs> we
1: method. <laughs>
2: we care. We want to bring people on here that care. We want yes. to show every people that are carrying people out here um they want to help each other mm-hmm. together
3: to to shed light on how phenomenal like to, i feel amazing just uh the fitness level that i'm at right now i've never felt like this don't like, you wish physically. everyone
1: could feel like this
3: yes every every time i all have like ice cream or anything with friends i feel like absolute garbage every time <laughs> my stomach does not yep. feel good and mm-hmm. Uh, just because I've, uh, my body's adapted to a healthier lifestyle of eating and working out and stuff like that. So um, I want to, I want other people to know about that. I want other people, I want to share that mm-hmm. with other people and how great it is. And so whatever that is, you know, Instagram DM or mm-hmm. um, Facebook, anything, you know. You heard of people sliding in the JMO's DMs. Oh my God. Hey.
2: You <laughs>
0: so,
1: well, thank you so much for being.
0: Yeah, thank JMO. Really the Thank you. So yeah, that's that. Um, anybody needs a little bit of um, advice or, you know, just uh, some kind words from J-Mo, clearly he's full of them. Um, get a hold of him. Get a hold of us. Let's all become better together every single day.
1: Like we said before, we're trying to build a fitness community. That's like a, basically what the 309 Method is. Is just encouraging people to become the them their best selves. Mm-hmm. So... That's what we're trying to work towards. So Every day. Thanks so much for sharing your story with us, j Thank
3: you, guys. Yeah. Appreciate it.
0: All right, we're out. We'll see you next week. God bless. One love, y'all. Bye.